The Nerd and Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, The Weather Wizard, and Casey Jones on sports. This is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's the first topic? Good evening, Alan. Our first topic today is actually a rumor, although a very credible rumor. Apparently, it's alleged that Zack Snyder didn't leave the production of the Justice League due to family issues, but that he was fired months before he allegedly left for family issues. So, So, that changes the whole story of what happened with Zack Snyder. Well, it sure does, yeah. So, it's alleged that uh, DC was feeling the pressure of releasing uh, the poor reception of Man of Steel, the poor reception of uh, the critical reception of um, Batman v Superman, and also the poor reception of Suicide Squad, which I guess I guess Zack Snyder was like an overall producer of that one, because he didn't direct it or write it, but I think, I think he was I guess he's kind of Kevin Feige of DC for a while there, right? Yeah, I believe his role also for movies that he doesn't direct is that him and his wife do produce movies for DC. Okay. So he's banking so, on these things. So the article alleges that he um, that he was uh, under a lot of pressure after those three poor, re- poorly received um, movies and that dc you know the, the people above were wondering why they couldn't the movies couldn't be more fun more family oriented like the marvel movies uh mm-hmm. even though they all they've all made their money pl- back plus more uh they're still viewed as kind of failures i guess um and that he was taken off of justice league and replaced by joss whedon as opposed to uh leaving because of and i mean the family tragedy was the actual family tragedy his daughter he did lose his daughter um but that's not the reason that he left. And it doesn't look like he has plans to return to his role, with at least in the DC Universe. Well, that's weird. They fired him off the movie, but they plan on rehiring him to do future movies? No, no, they don't. Like, he's, he's not, well, he's not planned to come back. I mean, if he had... Oh, oh okay. I if he had left as, like, a leave of absence... Yes. You know, you would think he'd go back to his job when he was ready, but it doesn't look like he'll be back. Wow. Wow, what a cluster F. I mean, <laughs> that, that, I mean, we reviewed the Justice League and, you know, we gave our thoughts upon it. Um, you know, on my end, it, it wasn't my favorite. And, uh, and with the addition of Joss Whedon, and I, I, I think he ruined it. I am curious to see what, what the original vision was because right now they do have some deleted scenes of Superman with the black costume and it seemed like it, it made sense to me did you see that that deleted scene yeah I saw that and I also read a, a story about um, a scene that was storyboarded by you know Zack Snyder or, you know or his crew or whatever uh, where Darkseid destroys the whole of justice and apparently seeds he planted in Superman Batman um, like the nightmare future that uh, Bruce dreams of oh yeah um, like he was going to continue that in this one so you have a situation where you know justice league the movie when it came out was a cluster f and by the way it came out on dvd and blu-ray yesterday <laughs> um what was it yeah did joss Whedon make it better probably not 
Um, but you have to wonder, you know, you stuck with him through that mu- that much. Why would you not just let him finish his vision um, and complete the story he was telling? Because he planted a lot of seeds in Batman v Superman to the point where people were complaining that the flow of the movie stops just so he could have these introduction of these other characters or yes. that dream sequence, which, you know, that whole, you know, why is the Flash saying, you know, he's the key or, you know, or Lois is the key, whatever he says in it, you know, the, 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 the future Flash. Yeah. Um, that, that, there's no payoff to that. There's no payoff to, to Bruce's nightmare right. where Superman is this evil guy with soldiers. Yeah. So, I'm curious to see. The thing is this: if he went, he went dark the first two movies. Of course, he's going to go dark in the third movie. So let him finish his vision, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe it would have, maybe it would have been like, I mean, I doubt it, but maybe it would have been like, oh my god, like Justice League could have retroactively made all the other movies better because the build up, the build up, and boom, the payoff, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, but with uh, get that with um, Superman v Batman. Um, you know, that was a, a movie where I, I think some people really liked it and some people didn't. And uh, at least you had that, you know, some liked, some didn't like. And I think with Justice League, there was more, uh, the majority of a dislike to it. I mean, there were some good parts to it, obviously, but I, I think there were more, more in agreement of it wasn't as a great of a movie as it could have been, where Batman v Superman was that, was, that was more polarized. Some really liked and some didn't like. Right, right down the middle. So yeah, I I agree with you. I think they should have given him a chance at least to finish the vision and see what the final product looked like. And I think they were making a big mistake by trying to be Marvel because the the whole tone of the movies never started out that way to begin with. So I agree. They they should have just let him finish his vision, and from there from here on out they could have done it differently. Like Wonder Woman. I mean, it had a different feel. Right, Wonder Woman could have been their their springboard to a different tone. Yes. Um, I think it was wrong to try to push that onto Justice League. And my thing is this. When they hired Zack Snyder has always been Zack Snyder. So this is the guy they hired. This is the movie. These are the movies he makes. Sucker Punch, 300, Watchmen. These are dark movies that kind of subvert the the hero uh, genre. So why would you want classic hero stories from a guy who's made a living out of subverting the, the, the genre. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it, it kind of didn't make sense. And look, Justice League was going to make its money. Um, just like Star Wars is going to make its money. Mm-hmm. There's a built-in audience for these movies. You and I have podcasted uh, three, I think, what, has it been three major uh, pop culture films? Mm-hmm. Um, Thor, Ragnarok, Justice League, and Last Jedi. And we, we dislike two of them. Yeah, but we, you know, they still got our money for it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they got there's us. Built, there's built-in audiences now. They're not making the money that Civil War made, and that uh, Vinny, Infinity War is probably going to make, and that you know, Black Panther is going to make over the weekend. But uh, you know, they're making their money, and, and I don't think I, I think it would have made the same money with Zack Snyder finishing, or or without Whedon. Or I with agree. Wheaton finishing. Or maybe even more if, if like I said, Zack Snyder's justly movie tied everything together. Where people are like, all right, I see what he did. This was a good movie, you know? Yeah. Because pe- people want to go see Justice League. They wanted to go see it. Definitely. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. probably the superhero group. Whether if you understood the Justice League or not, we all grew up with the super friends, you know? I mean, they had a jump start way sooner than the Avengers. 
in right. regards to being out to the medium. And uh, everyone knows Superman, Batman. You wanted that, you know. The moment they started doing these, these, uh, you know, latter Batman, Superman movies, you're just itching for that Justice League movie. So, you're right. They were, they were going to make money regardless. Right. So and, I, and I would say, I would say, before the Marvel Cinematic Universe took off, DC had more iconic superheroes. Like you knew them, you you knew their name, whether you read comic books or, or watched cartoons or not, than Marvel did. Marvel, you, you probably had Spider Spider Man was probably their lone rep for a long time, and then uh, like Wolverine. But you're right; everyone knows Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, The Flash, Green Lantern. You as know the what Super mean? Friends, exactly. Right. As a as right. a collective group, yeah. Right. So, like I said, people want to go see these movies. They, they want them to be good, but they'll yeah. go see bad movies. Yeah. But they'd rather see good movies because <laughs> then they'll see them because then they'll see them again and again and again. You know. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So. Our next story, Joaquin Phoenix is announced as the next possible Joker. As, like, he wants to do it. The movie studio wants him. Uh, just the deals have to be made. Thoughts on the DC Universe introducing a new Joker. And it's going to be a solo film that is not part of the current continuity. Hmm. Thoughts. Wait a minute. Say that again. It's not part of the current continuity. Right. It's not part of Suicide Squad or Justice League or that. Uh, continuity. It's there. I. It's going to be like a standalone Joker film. Well, I think with the Joker, he's one of those characters because we've seen so many different iterations of the Joker, as well as Batman. It's one of those things where I think it'd be interesting to see another actor play. I mean, I don't have any qualms about another actor or, or him himself, just to get his take on it. I think because for the Batman universe, it's kind of we're kind of used to it. It's it's kind of the norm of seeing who can play these iconic roles. You know, when it comes to, I guess, the Marvel Universe with Captain America and Iron Man, boy, that's... I think I have a harder time seeing a different Captain America being played as well as Iron Man because we've invested so much time with these guys. Um, you know, 10 years, right? Um, right. With Joe... I want to say Joe Kim Noah from the New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. Absolutely okay with it. Uh, Suicide Squad... Um, I didn't care for that movie, and uh, Jared Leto, that Joker. Right. Um, you know, he is one character, that particular Joker, where I was actually kind of excited for because of the commercials and the buildup, and that was kind of a letdown because he didn't really play a, a huge, huge part in that movie. Uh, so I, I think um, I, I want that Joker fill still. Um, but well, he 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 came out. Uh, Jared Leto came out and said that. They shot a lot more Joker stuff, and it was the editors or whoever that kind of made Joker nonsensical in that movie. Wow. Like, and I, I, I would want to see the full-fledged uh, Jared Leto. Now, I like Joaquin Phoenix. He's a very odd kind of guy, and he picks these really strange roles. And I think he'll bring something to the Joker that no one's brought before. My question is this: Is there a Batman in the movie, and is it Ben Affleck? I mean, are we gonna get yet another new Batman, and is it gonna be a different Batman than the, than the guy that's gonna play him yeah. in the solo Batman film? Yeah. I, I, this is what's aggravating about the story, and I'm like I said, I'm for it. I'll go see a Joker movie with Joaquin in it. Um, DC for a long time, they won't they won't introduce Batman. For a long time, they wouldn't introduce Batman or Superman into their TV shows because they wanted to save them for the movie, and by doing so, would confuse the viewers, right? So, uh, last year they introduced Superman into Supergirl, and he's alright. 
Um, now there are two flashes in existence. There's a TV flash and there's the movie flash. Oh, yeah, right. So now they're going against their own rules, which is, I guess, fine. But if they're going to do that, let's see Batman on TV. He has a show called Gotham. Let's see Batman. It's getting ridiculous. Do, do and, you think this this is happening due to Marvel's doing a Venom film? I don't know. I just think... I, I mean, I get the sense that Warner Brothers is throwing darts at the board trying to see what works. <laughs> like, mean, that's what it feels like. It's like, yeah. they, for some reason, they have these characters that are money makers and they don't know how to use them. Except for Wonder Woman right now. And hopefully Aquaman, but we're not going to know until December. Okay, boom. Here we go. I'm head of Warner Brothers. I'm going to the new to me, nerdy me guys, Jonathan. You're gonna pick the next DC movie. What are you doing? Um, I can't believe this is taking you too so long to answer. Wait, you want me to say Kingdom Come? No. Well, oh, oh that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I well, I think I, I would nice. go. I would go Nightwing. I would definitely go Nightwing. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. He, he doesn't have this. Well, you know, he could be like an Iron Man. Like people do don't know him. Oh, you mean? Of, oh. Yeah. No, I, I think, well, we like, like you said before, the yeah, DC universe is, is a universe where you can almost not really read the comic books and still have an idea of who these guys are. Everyone grew up with Batman and Robin, you right. know, um, and just having an understanding that this is Robin as an adult or branching away from Batman himself, that alone is is intriguing. You don't have to sell me on that just to have that. You know, when they had Chris O'Donnell playing Robin, whether you liked him or not, you were excited about it because you knew right. there was that other the, the other half of Batman. You knew that already. And to see a Nightwing movie, right, where he's, you know, on his own and he's a badass... Man, what a cool way to, to start off like a, the next generation of, of, of DC movies. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't carry the angst of Batman, so it could be a little bit more of a fun movie. And um, like you're a, right. That's a great that's a great choice because, you know what, Night, all you need to know is that that's his story in the beginning. Former Rob, Robin, I grew up, boom. That's like a five-minute scene in the movie. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and he has no... He's got no – he doesn't have to carry any of the weight of his history from the comic books because a lot of people don't know it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So you can tell any story you want. Oh, that's a great idea. And, and you can paint him as, like you said, like he doesn't have the same baggage as Batman, but he could be that Batman slash Spider-Man where he's right. – there's a little more levity to his character. But, yeah, you, you can go younger. You can you can be different with it. And then from there, well, you know, you know, he's part of another group, and you can kind of build that particular universe, too. My God! Yeah. I, I, gateway to the Titans! <laughs> yeah. But I would, I, would, I would have gone that route versus Joker because what are you going to do with Joker? If you're saying that it's outside the Batman realm of of the current continuity— does, is this like an like a an origin before the origin? We we've seen the origin a couple of variations of the movie. Right. W what are they going to do next? You know. And and like I said, do they do it with a Batman? And are they hiring a new Batman? And here's the thing: Snyder gets fired because the DCU's too dark. What the hell's a Joker movie going to be? <laughs> yeah, and in, and in both of the modern Batman, the Joker has is dead. Yeah. He, he's died in, in both movies. You know, yeah. so yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, we need to call Warner Brothers. We know, I'll we know what's it. up. Come on, you know. Yeah, we'll be in line for it though. You know. Well, you will. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of lighter tones in movies, yeah. 
Yeah, but I don't know. It's an anniversary or birthday. I always get confused with this sometimes. The Marvel Cinematic Universe turns 10 this year. Dang it. 10 years, bro. I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it, that in May, it was 10 years ago when we were like, oh boy, what's Iron Man? What's his junk going to look like? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. With the casting of, you know, Robert Downey. Robert I mean, Downey, yeah. that was, who knew what was going to happen with that? And uh, wow, 10 years. And just, just from that, boom, it all exploded. It yeah, all exploded. It's, it's yeah. amazing. And how much money did they make in 10 years? Billions. <laughs> um, yeah, did you yeah. see that? So they, so they, they celebrated um, in, I think, November, October. They got, I think it was over 80 people that have ever been in, in a Marvel Cinematic movie. And they took a picture, like a group picture. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't find a high-res one where I could like zoom in and scan. But I didn't know. Did you read or did you see if Ed Norton was in that picture? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I was, oh. that's what I was looking for. I wanted to know. But if he... you know what? That Ed Norton was technically studio wise. I don't think he was part of the Marvel Studios at the time. No. He is. He, he came out after. He came out after Iron Man, and it had, you got to remember they have a post credit scene with Tony Stark oh, talking to the Jeff. That is correct, sir. Yes. Ooh, he's not that there. Is, he ain't that there. Is, that is the official second Marvel Universe movie. Wow. No, he's not in that picture. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, 10 years. Look at the 17 movies, I believe they said. 10 years, billions of dollars, and some of the best movies that have been put out. Well, I think we did this before, but real quick, the three best Marvel movies in your eyes. Right now, off the top of my head? Yep. Right now, top of my head. Uh, Winter Soldier, for sure. Um, I did like the original Iron Man. Uh, oh man, the pressure! I have to go through the movies. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, probably right off the part top one. Uh, first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Most, I go. Yeah. Uh, got it. I go. Winter Soldier, Avengers one, and uh, uh, I'll go Guardi- Guardians. Yeah. Uh, volume one. Yes, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy is definitely a movie. I thought for sure. I th- we talked about this, you know, you and I on the side. Like, right. oh man, this is gonna be Marvel's first bomb. It's gotta okay. be. These guys are the, the most obscure characters because I I wasn't even familiar with any of these guys, and I read the original Guardians, and these were not the original Guardians that no, I remember. Yeah, you know, and holy smokes, that I walked out like I can't believe how freaking good that was. That movie was so good. It was. It was shocking, and we said the same thing about Ant Man, and we almost said about Doctor Strange, but we're like. Uh, we learned from our yeah. passage. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, this this is you're just waiting for the that yeah. bomb. You're just waiting yeah. for it. But so far they they've done very. well. I've been very, extremely entertained with what Marvel has done, and and I hope they continue to, you know, keep up with that record too. So a lot of thought with these two Avengers movies coming out is that and and the wide belief is we're going to lose some heroes. Wait, did you say two die. Avengers movies? Yeah, they're this year and next year. Oh. Yeah, they filmed them back to back. Okay. Avengers 4, no wait, 3 and 4. I thought they weren't doing that. No, they just, they didn't name, they were named Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2, they just changed the name of the fourth one. Oh, I they, they don't have it. They don't have a name yet. Wow. So the second well, one's done already. Yeah, they filmed, I'm pretty sure they filmed them back to back. Sick. Yeah. Right. Um. So, you know, it's a given we're going to lose some heroes. Now, would you rather the heroes die or get replaced by different actors? Do you want... This is your choice. And I know you're a huge Captain America fan, and Chris Evans owns that role. Yeah. So if he's like, I'm done doing these movies, I want to direct, I want to act in different things, would you rather 
the mantle you got three choices cap dies and there's no one in the mcu that's captain america again that's choice one choice two uh cap dies the mantle gets passed to bucky or falcon mm-hmm. that's your second choice or your choice three is captain america doesn't die just gets replaced with a younger blonder actor i would like to see the mantle be passed to bucky or or falcon either or because it, right. it has been done in, in the comic book universe and and you you can make decisions that way. You can run with that angle, see how it pans out. If it's not working, guess what? You get Captain America. You know? <laughs> or, you, yeah. or you kill Bucky or you, the Falcon. Yeah, you can do that too. So <laughs> I think that just opens up better, more options that way to give a chance to see uh, how these other guys will do. Because yeah, you're right. The Captain America has been played by in the comic book universe by actually different people. Uh, where where Cap actually retired for a little bit. Right. Um, and so you, 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 there were different iterations, so it opens that door to get different actors involved. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, the way it looks like Kevin Feige is doing it, it looks like they're slowly, slowly fading out of the original cast member, the original Avengers, and starting to blossom the, the new Marvel universe. Because the thing we talked about this with Blade before, there's only so much an actor actor can do age wise. Like even even Hugh Jacks, Hugh Jackman. He he just can't play that role because he 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 aged out of it, you know. Um, where you know Wolverine is not to really you know he's supposed to age super super slow. Yeah. Uh, there's only so much he can do. Now I'm not saying Chris Evans is old, but yeah. Robert Downey he's you know he's well that's another thing. He's uh, getting did they there. Did they put another man in the Iron Man suit? Uh, I, I can. I mean, Where's... I I think that I think they're just slowly. You know, emphasizing newer characters and de-emphasizing your current characters. Right. So, so it gives you an opportunity to kind of like learn who these new people are. Not really, totally forget Iron Man. You know, Chris Evans, all those guys. But you know, when when time has passed, just like Batman, then you get the opportunity to reintroduce new actors to play the roles. If if you want to. I think if Chris Evans wants to, he he's got three more movies in him, and um. Because he's still young, young enough looking. Oh yeah. Um, I think Chris Hemsworth probably will be because he's not. I don't think he's demanding. I don't think he commands a lot of money. Right. Um, you know, because the Thor movies, except for, you know the recent one, did well, but it, it's not because of him that it did well. You know, so he's not in that position where he can say, "I'm not going to do these movies unless this." Sure. Um, so I think they can hold on to him. Uh, I think Chris Evans might want to go. He might have a few more in him, but I think he might want to go. And you're right. I think Tony Stark's aging out of the role. Not Tony Stark. <laughs> sure. Um, Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, my my thing that makes me sad is I think they're going to kill Hawkeye and they're not going to replace him. And I'm okay with that. And you know I loved comic book Hawkeye. Yeah. So I'm a little a little disturbed they couldn't make him work as a character in the movies. But, <laughs> I mean, in reality, he shoots arrows. So what are you going to do? The bottom line is, is whoever's contract is not getting renewed, they're getting the axe. Right. They, they are... They're no more. And then so. they're saying after they're they're saying after James Gunn's trilogy of Guardians of the Galaxy is over, that Guardians will continue, but it'll be a whole new team. Oh well, I can see that and, too. And without James Gunn, he says he's only doing three. I believe. You know, it's funny with with contracts expiring, like Chris Evans, for example, or, or Robert Downey. It's funny that you, you would think they would have some leverage in it, but they actually kind of don't. You know, it's like, hey man, you want to be moving and start making a lot of money, 
you can't be saying, well, I want, you know, $100 billion. Well, guess what? We're going to say that your character died. <laughs> you know, well, you know I, 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 I think Robert Downey, after one or two, Iron Man one or two, I think he started getting a little piece of uh, all the, of, of the movies is in like a half percent or a percent or something, something like that. Well, they definitely wanted Iron Man to be the focal point where for, for many years, it's, it's always been Spider-Man. But because right. he was associated with Sony, they've really drifted away from that. And they were trying to make Iron Man V like the face of Marvel. And so they cleaned up his act. You don't see him as, uh, like in comic books, as an alcoholic. Um, but, but in the cop, yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I remember there was an article with Chris, Chris Evans saying, you know, I'm, I'm doing my films and then I'm done. And then he, he, re, he redacted that and says, hey, man, if Marvel wants me, I'm yeah. here for you. And <laughs> well, I think a good thing is they're fun. I think the the moves are fun to make for these guys too. Yeah, and and they're it seems like a lot of them are really just they're really they're friends. Yeah, you know outside outside the movies. Um, and I think they appreciate um what what being Cap and what being Iron Man and all that has has given to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the this is I think this is the most amazing thing, um, mm-hmm. that Marvel did. Is, you and you brought it up because they didn't have Spider-Man. They didn't have Fantastic oh. Four. They didn't have anything related to the X-Men. Yeah. And they were able to pull this off. Yeah. And that's the most amazing part. It is because X-Men, boy, were they huge. I mean, they they were juggernaut. I mean, like, if you... Yeah, if you <laughs> In the 90s, they were it. I mean, they yeah. really, really were. And it spawned so many different iterations of the mutant universe. X-Men, X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue. X Factor, X this, X that, and it was huge. It it, it, it made the comic book entry un it was unreal on how right. popular the mutants were. And like you said, to Mar- for Marvel to be that big without it, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Quick hits. Quick hits. It's time for quick hits. <laughs> All right. We need a jingle. Jingle. All right. Zachary Levy is a jerk and trolls everybody <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> That's pretty much right. <laughs> All right. He yeah. posts a picture saying um, he's in his Shazam costume, but he's uh, got a big black overcoat on over it, so nobody saw anything. What an ass. Uh, why are we bring this up? Thoughts? We never got to talk about thoughts on Zach Levy as Shazam. Yeah, your nay. Oh, boy. When I think of Shazam, I... Oh, I hate to say it. I don't. You think don't of think him. of Chuck? I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, look at the physique too. I mean, yeah, Chuck. What's his name? Zach. Zach is a really. Oh, he's very tall, very lean. I mean, he's doesn't have that. You know, when I think of Captain Marvel, I think of a, a, a guy in stature that that can go toe to toe with Superman and right. easily, not just toe to toe, but you know, really give Superman a fight. And I don't see that with. But you know, oh, you never know. People bulk up. You know? my, my hand to God, Alan, when I heard he was cast for the movie, I thought it was as Billy Batson. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I'm like, oh, they're going with like a, a teenager or mid-20s yeah, Billy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Because he's got a baby face, too. And you look, he was, he played, he was in Thor 1 and 2. I mean, yeah. 2 and 3. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't see, I, I see Chuck when I look at him. But look, I've been wrong about, I was wrong about Guardians. I was wrong about... Uh, Ant Man, so maybe I'll be wrong. I doubt it, though it's DC. But we'll <laughs> okay, so let me ask you: If all right, c- could you cast it now? C- like, c- who would you pick? On top of my head, no. For Shazam, no. I don't know. Right, Scotty Swood. Who? <laughs> Whatever. John Ham. Yeah. Now you know who I always thought would be a great Captain Marvel, but he's way too old for it now. 
yeah. Putty from Seinfeld. Yeah, he would have been a good one. Yeah, he actually, like, with, with zero makeup, that's freaking Captain Marvel. It's darker hair. He needs darker hair. Darker hair. But, but yeah, right, exactly. But the, the, the eyebrows, but, the eyes, the look, his stature, how he spoke was Captain was Marvel. The, he was the perfect tick, though, too. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was Quick always hoping. Hit. All right, uh, next. Ba- Batman animated Batman Ninja trailer. Dude. Thoughts. It is freaking awesome. I mean, right now the the drop the the latest trailer. It is in English, and uh, and I am not I'm not an anime guy, but this one blew my mind. Batman Ninja. The storyline is amazing. What are your thoughts? I, I, well, first of all, I love this trailer because it's not like a year ago I read. Oh, they're making a Batman in Japan as a ninja story. Oh, where every month I heard something new about it. Right. For me, this came out of the blue. I was like, what is this Batman ninja trailer? And I was ta- I was awestruck by this movie. Um, first of all, I need a Nightwing, a Japanese Nightwing action figure. Um, <laughs> I, I think it looks great. The story <laughs> looks great. The Joker it was almost scary, creepy, which I love out of my Jokers. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just looks awesome, and, and it's dropping next month. And uh, you know, like, look, we talked about it on one of our podcasts about how to make awesome animated films. And um, they do. Oh, it was the uh, it was our end of the year show where we were talking about our favorite things. Yeah, um, yeah, and they make awesome DC animated makes awesome animated films. And for some reason, they said, "Hey, Japan, take Batman, do what you want with him." And they did. And it looks like they did something awesome with him. Yeah, I, I am stoked. I'm so stoked. Again, I'm not an anime guy, but when I saw that trailer. I was like, oh my god, when is this, when is this thing dropping? Yeah. So, okay. We're good. Quick hit. What's next? Quick hit. Venom is 30 years old this month or this year. Son um, of a bitch. <laughs> started an Amazing Spider-Man 300, which I do have in my mom's basement. Oh. Um, it, it's bagged and boarded. Right. Um, yeah, so Venom goes from... I mean, he was... His intro, he was like... The most vicious Spider-Man villain up to that point. Yeah, and he became so popular that he made him an anti-hero. And now he fights on the side of good, and he's, now he's got a movie with Tom Hardy coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and down. I'll see Venom. Yeah, sure. Why not? I like Venom. I like badass Venom. You you like him as an anti-hero? Oh, oh, that. Uh, no. I I thought as a plain bad guy as Spider-Man, it was great. I mean, you you got. You know, when you think of Spider-Man's rogue gallery, he probably has the most diverse, wouldn't you say? And to to create a character or a bad guy that that's more modern, I guess. Like what, what year? Thirty years ago? <laughs> I guess right. you'd call it modern. It's not that modern. <laughs> it's not that modern. But c- compared to his that was a millennial. Yeah, right. He is. But when you he think still of lives at home. Yeah, like Green Goblin came out what nineteen sixties, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like that was like one of the first villains. King exactly, Goblin. and so like every issue back, if you read like the original Spider-Man books, every issue there was that new villain, and so they all kind of spawned from the original Spider-Man comic books. So Venom being, I guess, sort of recent, that was a that was genius. I, I like Venom he, as an antihero. Eh, it's okay. I don't know. I don't know what direction Tom Hardy is going to take it though. Is it antihero or or just? Vicious bad guy. I think it's, I think it's got to be anti-hero. Anti-hero. Okay. Um, well, but sure. I'll tell you what made Venom such a menacing bad guy for me was because he was a Spider-Man symbiotic suit um, that that Peter Parker rejected because it was alive and feeding off him. Um, he 
he obviously knew who Spider-Man was from the get-go. He's like probably one of the first Spider-Man villains that like just knew who that he was Peter Parker. Yeah. Secondly, I don't know if you remember this. He didn't trigger Spider-Man's uh, spider sense. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. So that made him especially dangerous. And he was he was men- and this was the time when he got married and he was menacing Mary Jane. He would menace Aunt May. And and you you know Spidey could be swimming across the city, and boom, a big black fist come knock him <laughs> out because he's got no spider. Like the spider sense doesn't work against his black suit. Exactly. So yeah, it yeah. was awesome, man. I mean, he yeah. was such a great villain. Exactly. And then they yeah. morphed him. In, yeah, they morphed him into Carnage, and that's a whole other story. Definitely, Bill. I like yeah. him more as a villain. So. so happy birthday slash anniversary to Venom. Okay, quick hit. Quick hit. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, who played. Um, uh, Sandman in Spider-Man 3 has dropped that he made he filmed a cameo last year for a superhero movie, but it's not for a Marvel Cinematic movie. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. What do you I, think it might be? I have no effing clue. <laughs> I, have no uh, idea. I, was, I was thinking it was uh, Deadpool or one of the X-Men movies that are coming out because they're technically not Marvel Cinematic movies. Okay. Or if he if they ask to reprise his role as either Sandman or oh. whatever his civilian identity, maybe he's a Venom. Hmm. If if you if when he says it's not a Marvel movie, he meant a Marvel Cinematic movie. Gotcha. Movies. Yeah. So I would say probably Venom or one of the X Men movies. Cool. All or right. Dip will be fun. See him pop up in Dip. All right. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Quick hit. Anything else? Obi Wan, twenty nineteen. Woohoo, dude! Now this is a freaking Star movie. I I want to be made like right now. I can't Dying wait. I can't wait to start shooting at two thousand nineteen. Freaking start right now with you and McGregor, and, and I'm busting up my lightsaber. I'm gonna be I, stoked. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna hold my I'm gonna hold my uh, stokeness until it's it, he signs on the dotted line. <laughs> stokeness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh wait, I, are I, you I, saying that you wouldn't be happy if it's not you and McGregor? I don't know, man. I mean, I I I'd go see it of course. So I'm going to see solo. But I don't know, man. How do you not very, cast him? How do I'd you be not very, I know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you don't, but who knows how that works. Maybe they can't make a deal, who knows? Um I yeah, I want and, and I want it to be a big middle thing. <laughs> Here's the deal. Last Jedi, yeah. Uh, episode nine comes out in 2019. Sure, right? And it's by uh, what's his name, JJ Abrams, right? Oh, JJ, uh, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yes. So I want him to give a big middle finger to Ryan Johnson, make Ray Obi Wan's granddaughter. So <laughs> part of the Obi Wan movie is is about his, you know, how how he gets into a relationship. And eventually has a granddaughter. Boom. <laughs> there it is. That's what I want. His, his Are movie. you listening, Disney? John's yeah. got the plan. I'll write the damn thing for you. Yeah. I like it. And big middle. F- I, I literally Obi-Wan will give. And there'll be a character named Rain Jansen. <laughs> and, and Obi-Wan will give him the middle finger in the cantina. <laughs> I love it. All yeah. right. Cool. I'm a little bitter about Last Jedi. <laughs> a little bit. All right. Quick hit. Quick hit. Uh... Jessica Jones season two coming out. Boom! Uh, yeah, sure. I liked it. I liked it. Jessica Jones is that Netflix universe where it is definitely a lot darker, and uh, it was definitely one of the Netflix movies where or TV series where I I kind of was familiar because I did read her comic book initially when it came out, and I didn't know how it was going to translate in, uh, on Netflix, but uh, it did well. Um, what, what was the name of the her the villain in that one? 
Kill Raven? No. Kill Raven. It wasn't yeah. Kill Raven. Uh, yeah. he, he was a good bad guy. He was oh, he, he was a little annoying after a while, but uh, I thought she did well. Of 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 all of them, if I had to rank them, second best Netflix one. If you had it, you know, with yeah. uh, Daredevil, Iron Fist, and uh, Luke Cage, probably second best. Yeah, I would go Daredevil yeah. season one, Jessica Jones season one, Daredevil season two. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, and then the rest happened. The rest happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then maybe Defenders. Well, Luke Cage is all right, but. Luke Cage should have ended about three episodes earlier, I think. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Eric, uh, I think it's Eric Raven. He's played the Purple Man. And what a great villain power to have. Uh, and he was played by one of my favorite Doctor Whos, and um, David Tennant, and he did a fantastic job. And um, Oh, he was creepy. Yeah, I can't wait for this this, this current season of Jessica Jones to come out. Okay. So, quick hit! Quick hit! The greatest, uh, I'm sorry, Kevin Feige wrote an article that you were impressed with. Share it with us. Yeah, there's an article I read the other day about Kevin Feige and the, the importance of a movie like Black Panther, uh, being that the lead role is predominantly African-American. And uh, and there's something that he said I thought was, it was really nice. He said that, you know, growing up as a kid, um, looking up to characters like Captain America, Superman... Batman, Iron Man, because I guess they were white and he's a white guy, he was he could relate to it. And what he said in the article was he wanted to have a, a, a superhero universe where every kid could look up to. And, and I thought that was that was really nice what, what he said with that, because, you know, as a kid and I thought about, you know, I'm not a white guy. Right. And I and, and did I really relate to anybody superhero wise? I get I mean, I admired them. It was cool. And so when you when you would see things like uh, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, you know the Asian martial arts, you're like, oh, okay, well those are my homeboys, you know, and you would relate to that because there were no, well that I knew of at the time, any mainstream, you know, Asian superheroes, and so when he when he wrote that, I thought that was that was nice. I, I like I understood what he was trying to do, what he was trying to do for the kids nowadays, who you know America is just. Uh, um, a melting pot of different races and nationalities, right. and and uh, to have that kid see if they could like latch on or, or identify with, I thought that was pretty cool of him. Well, I like I like the honesty of the answer, and I like that it's not a PC answer. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not like you know the Marvel universe is all about inclusion, and why shouldn't we do a movie on a African American hero? Or oh, is that American? But why shouldn't right. we do a movie on African hero? Because blah blah blah, and Captain America is a female. And, Captain Marvel, I mean, the female. He didn't give that answer, you know. He gave the look. I saw people I related to, and everybody should have that opportunity. Yeah. So, here's the Black Panther. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And boom. And look, we're doing a, a, a nerd in me episode on Black Panther after we both see it. But I'm I'm getting really stoked for this movie. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, because I mean, the word of mouth is just crazy about how good yeah. this movie is. Yeah. I'm, All right, I'm now, uh, speaking about. Um, uh, uh, seeing someone you can relate to in a costume, uh, the greatest American hero is being recast with uh, not only a female but an Indian from India, female. Uh, thoughts on that, Miss Hannah Simone from uh, New Girl. I'm down. I I don't mind this one at all. I love that TV show. Uh, I think William Cat is going to be at the Comic Con that we're going to be attending in a couple months. So I'm excited to see him. Uh, but uh, yeah, to recast, I mean, let's face it, it's a TV show. 
TV. God, I mean, am I kind of bothered that it's like the only thing they can think of creatively nowadays is flip the gender, flip the race, and hey, we got something new. Eh, but you know what? If you really know the greatest American hero, anyone could actually really play that role because, um, oh, geez, I forgot his name of the show. Mr. Crap. That's not his Hinkley. name. Hinkley. Hinkley, that's Hinkley? what it was. It was Mr. Hinkley. Yeah. He found it by accident. And, yeah. and the funny thing was, he had the superpowers, but he didn't have the instruction booklet. And then the hijinks ensued. So this is, <laughs> this is the kind of superhero where, yeah, I guess it can make sense. Anyone can really be this particular thing. And, and, I, and I like that vehicle where anyone can be the superhero. Kind of like The Last Jedi, dude. Anyone can be a Jedi. Oh, <laughs> so. my God. Why? <laughs> so I'm down. I am not familiar with Hannah Simone. Um, are you? I think I you, am. You, yeah, you, you are. Okay. Any I thoughts? I got two words. Yeah. Well, I got one word twice. Hubba, hubba. <laughs> okay. So, how about her acting chops? I mean, is she a. You know? Does she act? No, no, she's good. <laughs> okay. I mean, new, new girl's a comedy, so it's, it's funny. Oh, okay, um, that's she, perfect. She goes for it. She gets, you know, she gets herself into some hygiene. She's not. She's not too prim or proper to, to, to do certain things, it looks like. Um, and your girl was uh, did a couple of, uh, like, half a season of New Girl. Megan Fox. Ooh. Ma- Megan Fox. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to check that one out. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for Quick Hits, and that's it for this the week in Geek. Uh, I'm Jonathan. Oh, apologies to Weather Wizard and Casey Jones. Hopefully, we'll get the weather and sports next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, wait a minute, Alan. There's something in my ear. Oh, breaking news? Oh, no. I'm sorry. It's just wax. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Well, then, is that all we got? I think that's all we got, right? That's it for the Week in Geek. Next week, I'm sure we'll be talking about Black Panther box office, as well as other uh, geek and pop culture news. Wait, wait. Okay. Predictions. Okay. All right. Oh, how much? 150 mil. Is, is Black night. Panther going to come out this... number one? Oh, absolutely. No, <laughs> give me a month, dummy. Okay. Give me a number. Give me a number. Ooh, God. Thursday night to Sunday night. Thursday to Sunday. I don't know. What, what, what's what's more? Oh, wait, biggest? it's a holiday weekend. Should we count Monday? Yes. You, it, they would, they, they would probably calculate that as Monday, too. Yeah. Ooh, I'm um, All right. I'm going with one. I'll say make everybody's off. All the kids are off Monday. You're, you're saying a, you're thinking a hundred hundred thousand, hundred million. What do you mean? I mean hundred million. Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna say one. My initial estimate was gonna be one fifty. I'll go one sixty-five. Wait, you're talking about domestic gross? Domestic for the weekend. Is that too much? I would say you're you're probably gonna be within ten million close. All right, I'm going one sixty-five. Yeah, what are you doing? I, I'm. I'm. It's got to be up there. It's got to be one hundred fifty something. I, I mean, you got to look at the pre. How much did they make in pre-sales already? I mean, I don't know. But. They they broken records. When I understand, they broken records on pre-sale. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a hundred percent. Yeah, it's I down mean, to ninety-three now. It it's getting it's it's set up for success. Let's put it that way. So yeah. I, I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if it didn't. You know, if it didn't break ah, hundred million well. easily. I mean, I'd be shocked. We both have movie pass. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to see this movie tomorrow on Thursday. And if it's as good as I think it is, I will definitely see it at least one more time this weekend. Boom. Definitely. Ah, I'm down. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Boy, we're really, really stretching on that prediction. <laughs> Not really a prediction. It's <laughs> a right. done deal. Well, you were like, it's going to make $100,000. Hundred one million. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Okay, I think that's it, right? Yeah, uh, I'm Jonathan. This was The Weekend Geek. And I'm Alan. Signing in. Boy. Boy. <laughs>